Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Lynn Russell. Pastor Lynn Russell is the pastor of a young and vibrant church in Cape Town, Faith Life Family Church. This podcast is tasked with the duty to provide you with the very best teachings of Pastor Lynn Russell. The protection of the Almighty One, the Mighty One, with shouts of joy and praises. And okay, praises so there we can see the praise of God has a lot to do with your moods. I say, when I came to the house of my God, there was such of joy. Huh? Read that last one again. Okay. Under the protection of the mighty one, with such of joy and shout praise. Joy. Ask your neighbor, when last have you given a shout of joy, neighbor? Huh? Huh? Ask your neighbor! You see, the presence has a lot to do with joy. And you must know how to act in the presence. And you can't allow yourself. You know, sometimes we are so unstable. The Bible says, unstable as water. You cannot prosper. You see, so sometimes we allow instability in our lives and in our minds and in our hearts. So, to be a presence carrier, which we are being trained now, we are in the school of being a presence carrier. Yes. We must be people who understand that joy is a big part of it. Needy and happiness and joy, listen, nothing. Joy is a, is a reaction of the Holy Spirit within your soul. It has nothing to do with necessarily what has happened. But joy also makes things happen. So, okay, let's go on. Why my soul? Why my soul? Why are you cast down? Why are you cast down? Why are you so sad? Some of us do not understand our sadness. Huh? Why are you like that? He's asking himself. So he himself doesn't understand what's happening in him. It's all about the presence. He starts with, with saying, my soul thirsts for God. And now he's questioning himself. Why am I the sad? Why am I not happier? Why am I not? You know what I mean? Why am I not grateful? Hey, Lord Jesus, help me. Exit for Kira Cake for Nan. Huh? It's a different mood for Nan, man. Wow. Why am I so sad? Ask your neighbor, neighbor, why are you so sad? Huh? Pastor, Phantom. Why, why so disturbed within? Why are you so disturbed within me? Okay. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Meaning, expect something great from God. Expect good things from God. Expect great things from God. So, we must always expect the sound is not as we can make it. Expect good things from God. Expect powerful things. We must, we must be people who can expect powerful things from God. Amen? And, and one of the things we must expect from God is that we can, we can be people of the presence. Who carry the presence. Who are, that's what we are being trained here for. Amen? To be powerful presence carriers. Now you've never seen someone who carries the presence, presence with depression. That demon can his army. 
They say that they mourn for the Presbyterian Sabahane. When you come in, you must light up the place. It means you must go through all the healing, you must go through. Can you know no hell of what happened? Ah, I mean, David was a man who was, hey, I mean, he was he was on the on on the run for his life for eighteen years. But solemn do it, man. So he's someone who knows pressure. You know when you've run that look, you're He knows pressure. Yes, yet this is the man who's questioning himself. Why am I so? Wow. Have you questioned yourself before? <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. My God. Amen. Huh? We must carry the presence, okay? So God wants us to be people who carry the presence, who carry Him. And uh, who, who, who introduces God to people. You know? Um, wow. Uh, okay, you go to Acts chapter 1 verse 8, please. My God, it's all right, Jody. Relax, brother. <laughs> Give us Acts chapter one. You should be able to quote it. Okay, Acts chapter one, verse Okay, okay, it's fine. Don't worry. We need worry, Pastor. I remember that is. But you will receive power. You will what? Receive. Power. Come stand over here. You will receive. Power. Power when what happens? When the Holy Spirit comes. When the presence comes on you. Yeah, what is the Holy Spirit comes? It's when the presence of the Holy Spirit. You will, you will receive what? Power. When? The Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. And you will, and go on. And you will be my witnesses. And you will be my witnesses. Okay, sorry, yes, my class. <laughs> and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. And in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Okay, so what is that saying? You will receive power when what? The Holy Spirit comes on you. Meaning, the presence of the Holy Spirit wasn't with you before. But now that the presence of the Holy Spirit has come to you, power comes to you, right? And then, and you will be what? And you will be my witnesses. You will be what? My witnesses. It doesn't say witnesses. Thank you. You can see that. It doesn't say you will be witnesses. It doesn't even say you will be a witness. It says you will be my witnesses. Yeah. So, when when you are someone's witness, it means that person is being accused of something. And now he's called people to witness for him. Right? If, 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 if someone says you've stolen, you go and run and say, no, 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 I get getaways. So now God is saying that God is on trial for something. But we must be witnesses for him. It doesn't just mean, it doesn't just mean preaching and teaching. But it means that, that by your life and by who you are and by what you are, you are witnessing. Yeah. But you cannot witness without that thing that he's talking about, joy in your soul. Why are you so down my soul? Yeah, I come password. Come. People are not being spiritual tonight. 
Yet shall I hope. For I will yet praise him. I will praise him. I will do what? I will praise him. I am Michael Lingano Peter now. Come on, make this mic right. Yet! I will praise him. When last have you praised him, Lakerman? You know, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it um, as I was preaching that funeral on Monday. It was about David Arwen. After he got up from the floor, the Bible says he went to the house of the Lord. But then it goes further and it says, and he, wouldn't, and he worshipped. Because I realize you can go to the house of the Lord and not worship. Yeah. You can just be there. Your face is there. Your blood is there. But you are not worshipping. So it's the same with praise. You can be in the house of the Lord, but you are not praising him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. So he's, he's saying, he's giving us now the, the, um, the, the remedy for, for the heaviness in our soul. Number one is we must hope that things will get better. Tell your neighbor, things will get better, neighbor. Neighbor, things will get better. And the next is, yet shall I. Now, then it is, the next one is what? Saps of joy. So, saps of joy does something to your soul. Amen. Amen. Then the next one is praise. That's something to your soul and invites the presence of the Lord. And then what else? Ah, I don't have no tip now. Eh? Ah, read on. Okay. My Savior and my God. Go on. Okay. My soul is cast down within, therefore I will remember you. I will remember God. From the land of, of the Jordan. That word remember means I will bring God before me. God that is far will bring him close to me. Yeah, and then? From the land of the Jordan, the heights of Imran, from Mount Mazar, deep, deep calls to deep, in the row of the waterfalls. That Mount Hazar, that Mount was the mountain where he did his worship. Wow. From that mountain, you can look on the temple. Then he says, deep calls unto, yeah. unto deep. From the noise, from the? From the rows of of the waterfalls, of the waters from your billows have gone over me, your waves have gone over me. Mm -hmm. So your angels are able to say, Tell your neighbor, quiet time. Quiet, quiet time. Say, have it. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, a big part of having the presence of God with you, in you, working through you, is you must have faith. If you don't have faith that the presence of God will manifest in your life or in your ministry or in where you are, then it won't. Okay? And faith is this that you must you, you shouldn't wait till you start to shake. Oh, God is in this place. <laughs> till you start to cry. No. Once you've entered, because the Bible says, draw near. Yeah. And he will draw near to you. So the moment you even you even sit down, you must know I'm in the presence of God. Yeah. That, that's how it is and as you as you just sit in that and you start to pray so from now when you do quiet and believe I'm entering the presence of God yeah. and as you do that you will just see things will start to change in your ministry and your life as you do that yeah. hallelujah yeah. thank you Lord yeah. amen yeah. hallelujah so 
Let's go to uh, Isaiah chapter 57. It says as follows. Isaiah 57 verse 15. Can I read it here in your Bible? This one. It says, For this says, For this is what the high and exalted one says, He who lives forever, whose name is holy, I live in a high and holy place. Also with the one, I love that, I live in the high and the holy place. But also, isn't that powerful? With the one, who is contrite and lowly in spirit, humble and spirit. Okay, God is saying there that He says, I live in a high and a holy place. But then He says, but also, meaning, you can put this side louder so that's even, meaning that, that God is not just saying that He lives alone where He's living. He says, other people are also there. Those who are what? Who are contrite and those who are lowly, meaning, even though we are on earth, we can still dwell with God. Yeah, we can, we can still be in His presence. God can, we can also enter. You can almost be someone who's, who's, who's like you're walking on earth, but you are still there in that heavenly dimension with God. And you invite God in your place. Amen? Amen. So you say, I can, I'm, I'm with the one who is contrite, we learned that last time, and who is humble. Amen? Amen. He dwells with me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Are you there? Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we are very sleepy tonight? All right. Now we learn that a humble person, humility is made up of a few factors, but one of the things that humility is made up of, Philippians chapter 2, one of the things that humility is made up of is number one, obedience. So if you want to be someone who's dwelling with God, you must be someone who's, who's willing to be obedient. Yeah. To the voice of God. To what God say. What God will say for, to one, you will say, it will be different to... Okay, so there's, there's the law that's in the Bible. Give me a Bible, please. There's the law that is in here that's for all of us, but there's also Raymond that God will speak to you. Will speak to you. He will tell you, don't walk outside today. Don't go that way. So there, there will be stuff that you will have to obey personally. God will tell you, don't eat noodles anymore. God will tell you, don't eat slap chips anymore. But God will never say, don't eat chocolates anymore. Thais is devil. It was the other five on Father's Day. Okay, it's like uh, I'm done for. To learn KKD somewhere. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Ask your neighbor what has God told you that you must obey. Like this morning, the Lord told me I want you to preach year and year and year. Yeah. Something I must obey. An obedient person is someone, and you can't say an obedient person is not the person who says, The brother lang samad me. Just turn that thing. 
Huh? The Lord has been talking to me so long about this thing. You know, I've been thinking so long I must do this. Then you are not obedient at all. My mother has told me, my father, my pastor have told me, everyone, I've even had a dream. You are not, you are not, you're proud then. Yeah. And some things are not so easy because sometimes some, some things have become an Isaac to you. Meaning you don't want to kill it's precious to you. Now one day we were having youth and someone fell about the year. This is a very powerful spot. The Holy Spirit <laughs> hit that person, bam! And the person got up and as they got up, I, the, I, I looked at her and I said, the, the Lord just said something to you. And she said, the Lord told me I must break up with my boyfriend. Amen. Yeah, just like that. Still, till today, she has not broken up. She's Amen. even changed her religion to follow this boyfriend. Amen. She's gone the wrong way. Yeah, hey. But now, yeah. Ma, no, yeah, devil, we bind you. So, what, what has God showed you that you are not obeying? Because obedience is a very, 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 very important thing that we must do. Can you say amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, yeah. Philippians 2 verse 8 says about Jesus and being found in the appearance as a man he humbled himself how did he humble himself I love this Bible says it nice by becoming obedient he humbled himself by becoming what obedient obedient yes now it's not just God that we must obey. There are, there are people placed in leadership over us and in authority over us whom we must also obey. That's what obey is really messing with people's, everyone's eyes like going like this. <laughs> Listen, you must bring your device next time and your jackets and everything, please. Or you can move around, you can walk. <laughs> or you can just be a little bit more anointed, you know, the anointing just really make, brings the fire. <laughs> so you can move around, the heater is not in me, otherwise we would put it on. Um, you must, you must obey what your leaders tell you as well. Yeah, even the Bible says, obey those who are set in authority over you. Just like I need to obey my, so, Part of my humility when, I, when, I'm, when I'm proud, I cannot be told what to do. Yeah. I cannot be instructed. Even I must be told something ten times. You understand? So I'm just going to preach on. Yeah, when we are proud, we cannot be... So, if we want to be people who carry the presence, we must be people who can be instructed. Otherwise, there's no presence for you. If you are too big, then there's no presence. Huh? One day, um, Archbishop Duncan Williams had a vision. And uh, he saw in the vision that out of he looked in heaven where's the biggest place 
the biggest, highest position, the greatest position. Then he saw it was an elder in his church. Yeah. There was an elder in the church. Elder Mensa or something. Then he thought to himself, this guy, he serves everyone in the church. He's always up and down. He's never, he never even holds the mic in a way. Yeah. No, sorry, it was Elder Seki, the guy's name. He never holds the mic. He's always, and he was at the biggest position. Yeah. Bigger than men of God. So, God doesn't look at, at how we think. Humility is not always as we think it is. Humility is about our greatness and walking with God and being with God is about being humble, being obedient. And the Bible says God's commandments are not grievous. Yeah. Meaning, what that means is God's commandments, your past commandments is for your good. Yeah. yeah. If I tell this man, I want you to go and win souls, go to craft and win souls, who's going to be blessed by that? Yeah. If he dies now, don't die now. But if he dies now, he will, he will carry the crown. Yes. Do you understand? Amen. So I mean, why would we fight commandments that we are given? Why would we fight things when we will be blessed by it? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay. Can we not get the English book of this? Okay. Wanneer jy nederig is soos een dienstknig. <laughs> as jy tevrede <laughs> en gevullig om minderwaardige taken te verrig. Wanneer jy jou nederigheid verloor, is jy nie meer bereid om minderwaardige taken te doen. Nie. Ja, please help me. When you are not humble, <laughs> you can't do small things anymore. Yeah, what did you do in the beginning you can't do now? How were you in the beginning that you are not like that now? Yeah, some people, you know, some people cannot even wait. Like many people, like when I'm, when I'm standing here and I'm just talking and they want to talk to me, some people can't even wait, they're too big. Some of the leaders cannot even wait just to talk. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a form of pride. Yeah, hey, shake it up, come on, pray for that day. I just came to talk about the presence. You know, I really saw myself this afternoon. Talk slowly about the presence. It's kind of happy to be here. Come on, myself, man. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But you know, I'm trying to create people who can carry God's presence. Yeah. Look at most of us here. We are serious people. So we want people who can carry God's presence. That's what we're going to need. Yeah. That's the, that's the main thing that we need to focus on is to be people who carry God's. What's the point of serving here or serving God and you are far from him? Yeah. Even Bishop Dad preached a message on Sunday. The, the, the previous week it was, what must I do now? Like, like if you ask yourself, what must I do next? And he said, the thing that you must do next is the word of God. Whatever God tells you you must do, do that. That's the next thing. And then, then the, the um, Sunday ser sermon was, where must I go next? And he said, the place that you must go next is you must go closer to God. That's where you must go. But you can't come close to God if you are too big. There's no even... Hey, 
I watched that um, scripture, um, Revelation 22. I preached on Sunday. Hey, my goodness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, yeah, whatever you must do. Do not very quiet. Wait. What did come here? What happened? Slow preaching, you are quiet. <laughs> we see how Elisha washed the hands of Elijah. What does that mean? When they look for a prophet at the end to prophesy, they said, let's get Elisha, you wash the hands of Elijah. What does that mean? Meaning he was doing menial things, small things. Can I wash your hands? Can I, and I mean, if you're washing hands, that means you're washing clothes. You're carrying bags. Ask your neighbor, who are you doing these things for? You know? Are we there? I want you to get that scripture and there will be no more curse there. There will be no more curse there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, just there. Um, I realized, see, I realized the other day that none of us can be the Holy Spirit, spiritual son. Yeah. There's none of us here who the Holy Spirit will come and preach to or pastor you on a Sunday. He has set a man amongst us. Whom we must obey. And how you are towards that man is how you will be towards. God will judge you how you serve there. Yeah. He will judge you even based on my weaknesses also. This is okay, your pastor. I can so right. But do they even say, they null and die in Huh? Of that thing or whatever. Sorry, man. Who comes out that now? Why? I should never. Why do you want to see your own name? Huh? We must be servants. You know, I really, you know, these service, I just allow the Holy Spirit to take. I, I came with a completely different thing, Jody. But I know I just feel I must talk about this. I don't mind. Verse 3. Okay, this is now uh, John, John the Apostle is seeing into heaven. I preached on Sunday, I was preaching again. And he said, and the angel showed me a river of water, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And down in the middle of the great street, set on each side of the river, was the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit. Verse 3. And there is no more curse there. There is no curse in, in heaven. But listen here. But he says... There's no more curse there. The throne of the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in that city. Huh? The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in that city. And listen to the next verses. And his servants will serve him. Even in heaven. Now, now ask me, where do you learn to be a servant? In heaven? Do you think there's a school in heaven? Do you think there's someone to serve? Do you think there's a pastor who will set you down in heaven to tell you this is how you serve? No, it is now that you are taught that you must serve. And if you're too big to serve, go outside. Yeah. If you're too big to serve, you can't come around here. This is a place for people who are willing to do menial jobs, who are willing to serve from their heart, who are willing to go the extra mile. That is what a servant does. Yeah. A servant thinks. The servants, Jody, in heaven. His servants will serve him there. Yes. So if you are a servant now, you are qualified. Yeah. You are qualified. Yeah. yeah. 
the, but no thieves can go in there. Yes. No murderers can. Meaning, it means you must learn on earth not to murder people. Wow. You must learn on earth not to steal. Yeah. You must learn on earth. So you must learn on earth also how to serve. And if you are not serving me well, I'm your pastor, I'm teaching you. Yeah. If you are not serving now, you are not doing, you know, and you serve when even when people are not seeing it. Yeah, yeah that's when you serve from your heart. That's how you serve. Not, not, ah, let them see me. Can you see me carry? Yeah. Huh? My father had workers like that. Hey, when, when he is on site, if they're building the house, the people are working. Once he gets in the bucket to go and buy something, they all just stand around. But they didn't know the people whom they are building the house who was watching them. Then that guy, when my father came, the, the guy told my father, you might as well take these guys with you when you go. <laughs> Amen. So you are serving when you are willing to do menial jobs. We must just be, be ready to do, do the powerful things. Yeah, like we are here, we are preaching. That's not powerful. Even for God, that's not heavy. To God, that's not quiet. Yeah. These people who are, he just fixed the generator they were driving to get. They are even more, more anointed than we are now. In God's eyes, they have done something today. We think we have done something. These people, that's why I'm afraid of them. When I see people doing stuff, see, I'm, I'm afraid. Say, hey, can you even do the man, sir? <laughs> you must be careful, you must be afraid. Ask your neighbor, are you not afraid? Oh my God. Uh-huh. Yes. God, you know, God asked Miriam and Aaron, were you not afraid to speak to my servant Moses like that? Meaning God told them, you must understand that there are people around you, you must be afraid. Wow. Were you not afraid <coughs> to speak to my servant Moses? Hey! My God. Ask your neighbor, why are you not afraid? <laughs> yes, thank you, sir. Next, a humble servant, you are content with basic life conditions. Yeah. You are happy. Not just you want to be out of death. You want to move. You want to get. <laughs> you don't want to be here. <laughs> no, I didn't say death. You people didn't hear right. I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> now some places eh, have different spirits in Delft there is a spirit to build a church in other places you might run to a spirit that will make you divorce you might run to a spirit that will make you depressed every region has spirit you might even go somewhere to go and die yeah <laughs> careful pray no no pray Pray, you you know you know God. You know God. You know one year someone 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 orangulized against Archbishop Duncan Williams. Then the guy fell ill. Now they were still in the meeting. And he, he spoke against him and he got like a stroke or something right there. Yeah. 
Then Archbishop just looked at him and Archbishop said, You are a man of God. Pray for yourself. Wow. You can say you are a man of God. Pray. Wow. <laughs> that guy never came home. He never came home. There are people you must be afraid of that. <laughs> it looks normal, not you feel nothing. There's power. <laughs> There's power. Hey! Hey! My God! Alright, number three. When you are humble like a servant, you are willing to be trained for your work. Yeah. Leaders who don't come for training. They say it's too cold to come to camp meetings. They say it's raining outside. Huh? They say I don't have time to come and sit there. No. You must be humble. You know, they say the difference between a dog that costs 500 rand and a dog that costs 18,000 rand is the training. You can buy a station now for 500 rand, but a police dog is trained, it's worth 18,000 rand. Yeah, and more. Wow. As your neighbor, are you willing to be trained, neighbor? Huh? You are not willing to be trained, you are proud. Oh, we mustn't say that word. Huh? Huh? You, you don't want to be learned any. You know what they say? The difference between a dog and a fox is that you cannot train a fox. That's how you see it's different. Yeah. You cannot train a fox. A dog you teach. But a fox, you cannot train a fox. Ask your neighbor, you're a fox neighbor. Because <laughs> the Bible says in the last days, there will be foxes in sheep's clothing. It looks like a sheep. He reacts like a sheep. He smells like a sheep, but a fox is what he does. Look if your neighbor has been trained before. Huh? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, man. You want like a couple of Okay, I can't do what I want to do. Thank you, Jesus. Next. When you are humble. <laughs> you are humble like a servant. Yeah. yeah, when you are not humble, you are no longer willing to be to be trained. Number four. When you are humble like a servant, you honor the master God has placed over you. When you lose your humility, you no longer acknowledge your master anymore. Bible says in Malachi 1 verse 6, A son honors his father, and a servant his master. Yeah. So where you know you are humble is when you even minister from your own finances to your master. Yeah. It's a way that you, you know Jesus, you know Jesus didn't give the disciples money. Mary Magdalene, all of them who followed him, you know they supported his ministry. And part of why we, you know I'm not ashamed to say it, part of why God has brought you here also is to finance what we are doing. How else do you think the governor is not giving us money? And notice that God expects you to give, give me Galatians 6.6. Please, 
In your Bible, I think your Bible is in a... Oh, is this your Bible? Okay. Alright, just help me. Part of the reason why God has brought us here is to also give financially to support the mission. Yeah, can you believe it? God expects us to finance. You know, it's our lives we are here for. You know we are loving. You know you are, you are getting older. Wow, tell that sister that she's getting older. Say she me some spring chicken Your life is finishing before your eyes. Huh? Kijk like Eddie of Eddie's a groot man. Eddie like man is so. You know, I'm mean, one year older than Eddie. Yeah. You, you didn't know that. It is an open. It is an open so young. It feels so good. It's open and so good. It's a human being. That's a cool one. It's a <laughs> Forgive. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> okay, lesson Galatians 6 verse 6 says here. Yeah. <laughs> nevertheless, nevertheless, the one who receives instruction, the one who receives teaching, you see, this is the kingdom way. Alright? The kingdom way. No, the other day, sorry man for my army road trips. Nicole sent me a message. Man, Nicole sent me a message. But to know it's a real the master joke. The um the it's a Facebook that says post that says um uh the pastor now messages the member. It's the real thing, obviously real thing. <laughs> the pastor messages the member and I say the member to me pastor is fine, my pastor will be in my dugali. Fake thing, right? ตะเกียบเสียงนั่นก็เลยแล้วนั่นก็เลยอ๋อสิจ๊อบตอนเอ็กแบรนด์เค้กเบลสมาเนี่ยเค้กเบลสโดยทําไมเนี่ยทูเ
you must honor that person now. And here it says, let the one who receives instruction, Galatians 6.6, 6, nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word, in the word, should say all good things for the instructor. instructor okay? What does your thing say? Ask your neighbor, what good things do you have in your life? Because the Bible says you must share. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry? Sorry, love, what is? Can you get, get more verses for me, maybe? This also says share all good things. Huh? Share all good things. Share, share all good things. Yeah. Another verse I'll say give. Another verse I'll say that the, the King James says communicate. Communicate. Thanks, my dear. Can you not get the law? Oh, yeah, compare. Yeah. Listen to this one. Share all good things, contributing to his support. So that even means, means that we must give in a way that that person can, be, can live from what you're giving. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you don't like the Bible anymore. <laughs> contributing, it says here. To his spiritual and material support. Wow. wow. But you, if you are proud. You know when people are humble even in the church. They will, they, their eyes are full of admiration. Yeah. yeah. When they look at me they see anointing. They don't see anything else. They just see the way you taught me. But when they become big. Their eyes will see everything else. He doesn't have socks on today. Yes. See, do you see his ankles? Did you see him? Did you see his preaching so long? Did you see his speaking about this? Did you see? You see, you become too big, then you look at stuff like that. That's why you cannot receive in a way. You must, you must humble yourself. Yeah. Because look, anointing flows down. Anointing cannot, no river flows up. And God will not, if, you, if you've been sent here, it means you must connect so you can be anointed. Yeah. You can be anointed. And you must, you, we must be, we must humbly open our hearts and receive. Even I was sitting at at um, at BMI for the last three for those three days. Even the book that Pastor Chris teaches, I think I read it before him because we were doing Basenta's before them. But I still sat in every session, knowing what he's gonna teach. Humbly, humbly receiving and enjoying and making my eyes wide, wide open my eyes. Not, I, I, when I look at anointed people, I open my eyes like I want to eat you with my eyes. Why? Because there's anointing on the person. But when you, once you become big, you lift yourself above and say, I can also do that. Yeah. That's when you become nothing. And I don't want you to become nothing. I want you to carry the presence of God. That's what I want for you. All of you. Young people. Come, Jody. Pastor, I want you to carry a heavy presence when you are ministering. There must be a presence, but in order for you to have that, you must be humble. Same for you, Cam. Sorry, man. No, man. So do what we see you. Now, look, look at me. For you as well, you must also carry the presence when you minister. How will that come if you are proud? 
Do you understand? I'm not saying you are proud. I'll make an example. Yeah. You also, how will you affect your generation if pride comes in you? Oh, yeah. yeah, humility is a big thing we need. And and but a thing that will make you humble, right? Is when you when you honor the person. And I'm not saying this because it's me now. If it was someone else, I would say the same. Yeah. But you must be humble and make your heart soft. Amen. Make your heart because you know our hearts we get so used to each other. Yeah. We get so easily used to, and even I must try not to get used to you guys. Yeah. Someone said the other day, you mustn't, I think it was you. Someone said you mustn't get you said that we mustn't get familiar as the leaders, we mustn't get familiar with the people also. So oh, I also try to honor you. I don't speak in a funny way. Yes, but we mustn't get too comfortable. We can laugh, we can be friends, but we must know that our honor must stay there. And we must, it's not automatic, we must work at it. And people are people, people have faults. You will see the faults of people. Huh? Do you think God he didn't give us angels? We couldn't even stand, you know, an angel. Hey, you know, an angel. <laughs> Exodus 20, um, 23. Thank you very much. You should be seated. Who could take the jacket down in the Christ God? Exodus 23. God said the angel, do not sin before him because he cannot forgive you. Do not offend him because he will not spare you. Angels, hey. Say, look, there's sun here. I'm going. Uh, imagine. All right. Let's calm down. Tell your neighbor, I will never calm down. <laughs> I've been calm for too long. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> We've been calm for too long. <laughs> when last have you sold into your prayer for prophet's life? You, are you waiting for when? When's the date? <laughs> The Bible says, in the morning sow your seed, and in the evening will hold not your hand. For you don't know which one will prosper. Yeah. Okay. And hey, sometimes we give things that are so simple. Hey, sh- sometimes we give things like we think people are fools. Recently, someone gave me some gave me something for Father's Day. Number one, someone lied to me for Father's Day. That was like, what a gift I got a lie. Thank you very much. Then, someone gave me some. <laughs> someone gave me something as a generator going. What is that? The the thing, you give something, the person would rather be angry at you. <laughs> Look at what you've given. It, it just shows that that you think nothing about the person. What you've given. Wow. No, not that you must give something. This is a gift. It's not a must. But look at what you've given. Huh? Look at what you've done. You must be anointed based on that gift. You must be blessed. You want to go for you want God to use you. <laughs> hey, Lord, have mercy on us. Have mercy on me. Okay. Is it okay? All right. Wow. Can we calm down? 
Tell them they don't live a couple of days. Me, I've been count for too long. I am no jump now. Hallelujah. Okay. So you when you are when you are when you become proud, you can't honor. And you may call it something different. You may say, me, I cannot be wrong. Me, they cannot abuse me. Me, no. You are proud, my friend. Amen. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. People are okay tonight. What <laughs> a blessing. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You know, I was watching Jonathan Sattlesworth. Yeah, I meant here. My goodness. Bishop Dax even said it. He said, your pa he told the church, your pastor has given millions. Hey, I want to start giving more to churches. Your pastor has given millions to men of God. I watched that preaching today again. I've never seen Bishop Dag pray for so many people. In my life, even in his own church. Even in his own, I've never seen Bishop Dag say, you sir, come here. He was praying the whole, why? Because he was in a place where people honored him. Yeah. People were shaking. And when the one said, he asked this guy, so who are you, where are you from? No, I'm from the church. He said, then he said these words, if you are from this church, then I'm interested in you. Oh. Yeah, he took it. He, he, he blessed people in a way that I've not heard him bless his own people. Oh. Yeah, because when, when, when someone smells familiarity, it kills the anointing. Yes. It kills nothing can jump from the person. Yeah. Nothing can go from the from the but this church must be a place where my anointing can flourish. Yeah. And I, you know, great men of God, they preach the best in their own church. Yeah. They do the best. Even TB Joshua, where has he done more miracles than anywhere else? Right there. Yeah. In the cathedral. Yeah. So yeah, it must be a place where you just come and look, I have no is there's no one here that I think bad of. Yeah, I like all of you. And it's rare for pastors to like these people. But I think all the nice people came today. <laughs> the only problem means the Kosona. <laughs> but if I feel like that about you, then you must also feel like that. I like all of you. It's a thing that I know. All of you, all of you, all of you. So it means also you must have a liking. And you must have an open heart. And that way, whatever is in me will also flow through you. Yeah. Yeah. You will be surprised one day when you see what is in me. Yeah. Don't let what's in me manifest somewhere else. Yeah. Don't let what's in me it, it jumps over you, Jody. When you see someone else, carries the get. I saw it now happen here with Bishop. He prayed praise over people. Hey. I said, huh? <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, we are almost finished. Wow. I said, neighbor, why are you not anointed yet, neighbor? Oh. 
Yeah, when you are humble like a servant, you patiently wait for instruction. When you lose humility, you cannot wait for anything anymore. Tell your neighbor anything anymore. Hey, 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 hey. Look at this, Matthew chapter 8, verse 9. Yes, this. It's so nice, message. Matthew chapter 8, verse 9. This man, his servant was sick. He came to the Lord. He said, My servant is sick. Then he tells the Lord, Don't you don't need to come into my house. He says, I am a man under authority. He says, I tell people go and they go come and they come and he says but I myself when they tell me to go I go when they tell me to come and come then he said therefore just say the word and my servant will be healed meaning meaning what he's saying is the sickness is under your authority so if you stand there and you tell that sickness to go it will go yeah, but why because I am someone who's under authority when I'm told go I go and I'm told come I'm come that's why the miracles can function like that because people can tell me to go and I go. People can tell me to come and I come. Yeah. Look, you can make sure of instructions. Did you mean this? Did you mean that? But when it's time to go, you go. Powerfully. Amen. But I believe there's all goers here tonight. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want you to open your heart because there's a great anointing in this house. Yeah. It's a great anointing. And I want you to open your heart because God wants to bless you. Yeah. And you need to be blessed because of who you are. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I recently told, I told one of the children, I said, all the, the great preachers, they must come here. And I said, why? Because we are here. Why? You are great people are here. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Jesus. You're going to stand and minister in stadiums. Huh? You're stand in front of big churches. Small girls, small boys. Who speak and people will sing. You will lead big, 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 big crowds to the Lord. Yeah. You wait and see. Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't be so downcast, neighbor. Great things are coming. Huh? <laughs> Number seven, when you are humble like a servant, you don't need to be thanked or acknowledged. When you lose your humility, you need to be thanked and acknowledged for your contributions. Luke chapter 17 verse 10, it says, So likewise will you say, and, um, so likewise, he or you, when you shall have done all those things which you are commanded, you must say, we are unprofitable servants. Can you go to um, Luke chapter 17 verse 10? You must say, we are unprofitable servants. We have only done that, that which is our duty. So what happens here is God, Jesus told the parable, Luke, you know the book of Luke is full of parables. He said, when you, when you work out in the field with your master and you go into the house, he said, a slave doesn't sit, a servant doesn't sit with the master, no. You go and wash yourself and you go and make food. 
and you bring the food to your master and then your master eats and you take his plate away because you are slave and you don't still wait for your master to say thank you you understand he's explaining how a slave should be can you read that um, Luke chapter 17 just that last verse what version is this NIV NIV you have you have NLT I want the NLT okay but let's see this the last 10 verse so you also when you have done everything you were told to do should say we are unworthy servants we have only done our duty only done our duty meaning you don't have to say thank you yeah look at how he looks at himself doesn't say yo pastor you know how I did all of this you know how I look at the sacrifices I've made pastor I've done this I've done that I've done this I've done that <coughs> thank me I'm waiting to be thanked yeah the Bible is saying we must say we are we are unprofitable thank God we had the chance we are not we weren't great look at what we are getting to do yes you know sometimes I preach my best messages not one person will come and say thank you yeah but I don't mind it. Okay, can you read it? Give it a mic, please. We can have servants who are serving. Can maybe sit over there. Read, read, read first. This is the last. In the same way, when you obey, you should say. When you obey. You should say, we are worthy servants. We have simply done our duty. Okay, it says the same. Okay, thank you. All right. Thank you, Lord. Tell your neighbor, I've only done my duty. Yeah. I've only done my duty. Huh? Thank you, Jason, for all your hard work. Huh? If you get, you know, if you you know if we clap for you now, you won't get anything in heaven. Yeah. That's why the Bible says, when you fast, wash your face. Do not let men see, see you. Then it says, because then you have your reward already. Meaning that that when someone says, Well done, it's your reward. There's no prayer coming again. Why? The people have clapped for you. Yes. And it's and something that and people are ungrateful, so you mustn't, you shouldn't uh, uh, stop serving because people are not saying thank you. Do you understand? Like you now, if you are leading something, of you, you are singing, no one comes and says, wow. You, no one comes and says, thank you. Now you must... Sometimes Jody sings well. He's even sweating. No one comes up. Come say man, your donkey. Please the man, sir. Now Father would say, stop the nonsense. But you must, you must just receive your thanks from God. And God will thank you. The Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. In that you minister, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 8, that you minister and you're still ministering to the saints. God will not forget it. And just count every step you are taking, every taxi, every time your needs, everything. It is God sees it. Wow. People are people are waiting to be thanked. I thank you, Faith Life, Family Church, members. You are thanked. Oh, oh, you're sitting. Amen. In your sleepy lookingness. And your shiveringness, even though you know it's cold and you should wear a jacket. But thank you. Sweet life, we thank you very much. Amen. Thank you for every shiver you make. Thank you every time you yawn while we are preaching. 
We thank you. Wow. Hallelujah. There will be days coming that will not be nice days where you will miss your opportunities where you will miss going out in the cold where you will miss walking outside wanting souls and visiting yeah someone was dying Papa Vincent told me, and the guy grabbed his arm and he said, Vanna, I want crusades to do something He was busy dying. I want to I wanna pay for your crusade. Now he had the money all the time. But now when you're, I want to pay for your crusade, but it was too late. There's no more pain. There's no more running. There's no more. You know, I was running the other day. It was, I was running in church clothes. And then I thought to myself, when last have I ever ran in church clothes? Yeah. When last, with operational, when last have I climbed on the trailer to tighten the thing? When last have I done something? There will, days will come when we will look back and say, where are those days? For whatever reason it might be. For whatever reason it might be. Yeah. Look into my navy blue eyes and see. Pastor Christmas. Now I just felt a very a very strong warning from the Holy Spirit. There will be days when we can't do what we are meant to be doing. Yeah. Let's give our all. Let's give our everything. In you know, even the opposition makes your effort more valuable. Yeah. The fact that you have opposition makes your effort more valuable. The fact that you are working. You know, when in the, in the army, they will say, they will give someone a medal for bravery. Right? But then there's another medal, they call it bravery under fire. Many people were shooting at you and you were brave. Special medal. Some of us, we only have the opportunity to wear the bravery medal. But there are other people who have problems, who have crises, who have financial issues, who have sickness, who have problems with their family members. They will get a special thing that will say bravery under fire in heaven. Us who have nice lives, we won't be able to say that. We won't be able to say that. But there will be a select few who will have that opportunity. Yeah. And will brave under fire. Yeah? My God. Tell your neighbor, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. And tell your neighbor, I don't want your thanks. Tell someone else, don't thank me, don't, don't thank me. Tell them, never thank me. Admin, don't need to be a manier for the money, please. 
אם כן נוריד פייט לייב מייל, זה לא הכי זה לנקוב איתי, לא כן זה לנה. אני פעם אתחסן, פעם אתחסן. טום בי פולינש. You can still thank the person. Does that mean you don't thank? It's wisdom to thank someone. You know, if you thank someone, they will carry on doing something. So you can still thank, but that person, you must learn to be a person who doesn't need to be thanked. Yeah. Then, last one for tonight. When you are humble like a servant, you don't need to be seated in a prominent place. When you lose your humility, you must be given a prominent place. Yeah. John said, verse 3, 3 verse um, 30 says, He must increase, but I must decrease. When you are humble like a servant, you promote your master in everything. When you lose your humility, you are not prepared to be in obscurity anymore. Like Lucifer said, I will ascend to the, sorry, uh, you said in your heart, I will ascend into the heavens. I will ascend, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on in the sides of the north. Thank you, sir. Yeah. No, this is a very, very important one. No, Bishop Seki, when you Google him now, Bishop Tag's main assistant, there's nothing you can see of him. There's not one video. It was old videos. He took all his stuff off. You know why? He wants to be in obscurity. He said, when I die, right on my tombstone, here lies Bishop Dag, you and Moses' servant. Yeah, he said, don't even write my name. I'm trying to let some of us know here that God has sent you to be my servant. Yeah. I'm telling to let you know. Okay, I shouldn't let you know. No, no, no. Do your own thing, huh? God has told you. God has sent you. We are a team. We are a team. I can go nowhere without you. You can go nowhere without me. If we haven't met this other, we wouldn't be, we won't be able to go where we're supposed to go. Even Jesus, when he came, he knew I can't go alone. I need all this. But the thing is, once, once the head goes higher, you also go up. Amen. So that's why it's important for us to push that person. I mean, have you even prayed for me? Huh? I'm so proud. I must always pray for you. Huh? I'm sorry. I must preach unapologetically, right? I must teach you. Yeah, I always pray for you. Amen. I always, even you shake me now with my prayer. Oh. When last? I should be your main prayer topic. Amen. You know why? Because the Bible says if you strike the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. So it's like many things can come to you if the shepherd is scattered over your life. And I've seen many people when because they passed or fell. They've fallen. Or a blow has come to them. Yeah. 
And many, many, even we are blessed. Many of us, we are blessed because we are connected to our pastor. Amen. It's just spiritual systems. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> but we should, we should all fight to, you know, to, to push our pastor. Not now. I mean, if you push me now, while I'm maybe not as anointed as I'm going to be, God will reward you. Yeah, speak well. Even when you go, you even in your thoughts. You know when the, when Pastor Chris said when people visit, they go and say, Pastor Chris has sent me to check on you if you are okay. Must go and say, Pastor Lennon sent me to call you. Okay, I'm sending you now. I'm sending you now in the name of Jesus. You are sent. So you may say any time that my pastor has sent me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But when we are proud, we want to take the shine for something. And it doesn't mean you have to say every time, our pastor is here, let's grab hands for our pastor. Oh, our pastor is here. My pastor is great. It doesn't mean that. Okay? But it, it just means that you honor the person in a way. You lift up your master. You know? If we come, let me teach you something. Make this mind clear what's, what's happening, brother. If we come to a service and you see me, Joey, you see me standing outside, you see me, you must make a way. You must make a way. Let your pastor and your pastor's wife be comfortable. Yeah. Never let them be out of sorts. If you see something is not right, like one day, one day I went to, to when I was in Joburg at Bishop Dag's conference, a train church. When we climbed in with the pastor, I was climbing in with the pastor, the bus is full of people. I said, oh man, the bus is full, we're going to have to stand now. He just looked at me and started laughing. He says, no, my members are here. <laughs> He, clapped, he said, my members, he said, I can never stand if my members are there. Oh. Yeah, when he came, Pastor, take my seat. Pastor, take my seat. <laughs> huh? But the tribe we are in. Huh? I'm not going to say what tribe it is, but it starts with the letter of the alphabet. It starts with the letter C. The tribe that we are in. <laughs> Is a tribe where the, the pride must be broken off of us. Yeah. If you want to be blessed, Elisha, the one who washed the hands of Elijah. Yeah. The one who washed the hands. He didn't wash the Holy Ghost's hands. No, me, I'm close to God. I don't need a pastor. Me, I don't need a pastor. I, I'm, I'm direct with God. Jesus has. has Torn the veil. We are now in a relationship with God. We don't need any man. Yeah. Huh? Then why was Paul and Timothy so connected? Why was Philemon connected? Why was Titus connected? Why was the disciples connected? Why was John discipling um, all those people? Why? Yeah. Huh? No, no, I just hear from God. God speaks to me. God speaks to me. How did God speak to you? Huh? When, when God spoke to Saul. You didn't know that when you see Jesus, it is brighter than the sun. He was blind for three days. Wow. Then God said, I will send this man to you. Wow. <laughs> I will send this man to you. Wow. He will lay his hands on you and he will undo what I did to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see me, you are blind. I'm going to send this man to undo what I, Jesus, did to you. Wow. <laughs> and then the Holy Ghost will come. The Holy Ghost didn't even come by himself. He took a man's hand. I, a man's hands. And Ananias 
those hands who went and sent before. Those same hands, if he lays it on you, the Holy Ghost will come. Yeah, and he will heal your eyes because you were coming to me. <laughs> you tried to pack back these people. You're killing them. Hey, you're killing these disciples. Look at him. You need the disciples. You need someone to serve Abi You need someone to see. You need someone to push. You need somewhere to give. You need somewhere to sow so that God can bless you. Yeah. How good is it? And how pleasant is it when brethren dwell together? It's like oil running from Aaron's beard into the skirts. And then God will command the blessing. Yeah, when there's unity. Huh? Oh, you want to serve God? Huh? No, we just need a dinner for God. That's why you are like the. You are like. You get some people like that. No, I just wake up and the Holy Ghost saves me. I must go to this church. I must go to, to that church. To this pastor. Huh? Those people are never stable spiritually. Because they don't realize they are streams. We are everyone is different. Everyone is different. It's day and night. God has sent you to this stream. Yeah. God has sent you to the stream and you and it is humility. You will go so much further to humility. To Be connected to someone. You say amen. amen. Ah, tell your neighbor we need more humility. Lord, give me more grace. As I now call the song, I tell you the song. So a powerful moment, we say. Was like, hey, brother, no more work again. Sakata ya chori, but like the moment you make a move, you begin to sing. And I'm making it. It's a lovely idea. This is my own Nah, I can't. I'm making my own soul. push you five years into your destiny. Amen. Now today I wanted to preach about every time the Holy Spirit comes, your season changes. Wow. Every time you become closer to God, wow. your season changes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to want to preach about. And Every time the presence of God comes on someone, they they transform. That's what I was gonna say. But but yeah, just I want you just to to be a person who practices the presence. Not long fatty. 
Just when you shut, you just go in by faith. You are in. Yeah. And you trust God. I'm speaking to God now. I'm in His presence. And He will manifest. Yeah. No one should feel they are far from God again. They can all the boats couple You are fired, you are rebuked, you are blessed. And then at the end, you still think you are far away from God. That's, that's not, are you right in your head? Huh? I asked, are you right in your head? To come on a Thursday. Come and be in the cold and then you are at the end. No, I'm far from God. No. The Bible says, draw near to God and God will draw near to you. Yeah, so from now you just say, when you're going for quiet, you say, I'm drawing near to God. Yeah. yeah, and God will come and draw near to me. There's no, there's no more, there's no more, okay? Wow. Huh? Come and tell your name, I'm drawing near. Okay, it's time for the anointing now. I want the heaviness to come out of your soul. Can we deal with that heaviness quickly? Huh? I saw three people being delivered right now. And I see someone's soul. I see someone's soul standing very far. Dark. I see in the spirit someone, your soul deep in you, 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 you sense darkness. I'm not praying, I'm just talking, you don't have to bow your head. I'm just talking to you, I want to pray. Huh? But you know, winter is also a time that people get depressed in winter. Yeah. There's a lot of depression in winter. People are very depressed in winter. Winter blues. Am I talking the right thing here? Huh? You haven't been your jolly self. Huh? You have not been your jolly self. And I've come to inspect you today. Huh? Oh yes, I just saw it happen. I saw you change to yellow. Hey, there's a one.
ni kenyu dia. Wow. Okay, wait. Roy, come here, bro. You you need the joy first. Come here, bro. Look, sir, bro. Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Lindra Sow. Pastor Lindra Sow 
is the pastor of a young and vibrant church in Cape Town, Faith Life Family Church. This podcast is tasked with the duty to provide you with the very best teachings of Pastor Lane Russell. Soak in and enjoy. Enjoy.